Welcome to episode two of Make a Difference, Mama. I am Cindy Stallnaker, and today we're going to be talking about praying for your husband. Now, I will tell you that praying for your husband will not make him a perfect husband, and it will not give you a perfect marriage, <laughs> but it will change you, and it will change your perspective, and it will change your heart. I'm going to be referencing a couple of books today. The first one is Fervent by Priscilla Shire, and it is an excellent, excellent book about all topics about prayer and the front cover says a woman's battle plan for serious specific and strategic prayer she talks about several things in here um, that I want to uh, go over to talk about the importance of prayer first of all when you open up the front cover it has a uh, quote from the Lord of the Rings the two towers and it says uh, Theoden says I will not risk open war Aragorn says, open wars upon you, whether you would risk it or not. And to me, that really pierced my heart because it was like I had not seen that I was at war. I was at war trying to, um, trying in my marriage. I was at war with Satan. Satan had was attacking my family, attacking my marriage, and we were at war, but I wasn't uh, fighting back. So that is one thing that she tells you to fight your enemy your real enemy is the devil and she gives you lots of tools to do that now she does she tells you two very specific things one is to pray with precision and that's one of the reasons i wrote uh, my notebook she um, tells you when you know exact things to pray about for your husband like he will tell you or you will notice things write those down Um, that's what he appears to be struggling with and you need to pray with specifics about that now sometimes i'll just say general things like help him to have a good day and help him to be a good witness but sometimes they're very there are very specific things that I will pray about for him. And number two is use God's words back to him. They're powerful. He wrote them down for us, um, and we can remind him and ourselves of the promises that he made, and we can remind ourselves of his power and his love for us. Ephesians six eighteen and 19 says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers and pray. She has 10 strategies in her book uh, about um, what Satan is going to battle against. He has 10 strategies. One, against your passion. Two, your focus. Three, your identity. Four, your family. Five, your confidence. Six, your calling. Seven, your purity. Eight, your rest and contentment. Nine, your heart. And ten, your relationships. So she has a chapter for every book, every one of those strategies. And at the beginning of every chapter, she has a little paragraph that says, If I were your enemy. Now, strategy number two, your focus. Uh, says this, if I were your enemy, I would disguise myself and manipulate your perspectives so that you would focus on the wrong culprit, your husband, your friend, your hurt, your finances, anything or anyone except me. Because when you zero in on the most convenient, obvious places to strike back against your problems, you get the impression you're fighting for something, even though all you're really doing is just fighting for nothing. I read that and I thought, whoo, That's what I feel like. I am fighting, but I'm not fighting the actual enemy. So I 
read the rest of this book, got some good strategies, decided to pray for my husband. Here's some things that she mentions in the book also. Um, Ask God to give you a new spouse. Really, that means take the one you have and make him a new creation. (laughs) You must make the commitment to pray for your spouse, but you probably have to understand that he will never pray for you in this way. It isn't fair, and you... And I sometimes feel like I'm putting in all this time and he's not doing the same. But in reality, I'm putting in the time for us and we are reaping the benefit. Um, Our happiness does not depend on our spouse, but on our relationship with Christ. So we need to focus on our relationship with Christ and not the ups and downs of our relationship with our husband. We need to pray from a right heart. Change me, Lord. Change how I look at things. Did you know that prayer is the ultimate love language? Because prayer is everyone's love language. When we pray to God, we fill all the holes. You cannot be your spouse's Holy Spirit. (laughs) Trust me, I've tried. Lots of us have tried. We cannot think what we have as a word from God and tell our husbands how he must act and what he must do. That's not really the way it works. I wish it was. Next, let go of expectations. Sometimes you come into marriage or after a certain amount of years, you have expectations of things that you think everyone is doing or you should have figured out by now. But in reality, every marriage is different. And in reality, every person is different. And your spouse is not the same person you married because he's probably changed. And guess what? So have you. So your expectations need to really just go away so you can accept what comes and what happens day to day and not get disappointed. But during those times of disappointment, you can remind yourself of your spouse's good qualities. Don't keep rehearsing old hurts and conversations. I know I'm terrible about that. Also, you cannot keep doing the same thing and expect different results. It's the baby philosophy. If something stinks, change it. So don't keep in the same old rut, doing the same old thing, saying the same old thing, because you're going to get the same old thing. We want new creations. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 says, There is a time for every purpose under heaven. And verse 7 says, And a time to keep silent and a time to speak. (laughs) It's very good advice for married women. Wouldn't you agree? Proverbs 29, 11. A fool vents his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. And here's one of my favorite verses, Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Sometimes the way the Lord gets to our husband is through us not doing anything but praying. That's the hard one. We want to help. We want to advise. We even might want to scold. But what God wants us to do is be quiet and let him change and figure out and work. Joel 2.25, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. Have you had some bad years in your marriage? That is a prayer that you could pray. Uh, 
the swarming locusts come and they decimate an entire crop and you think I'm never going to get that back but you know what the next year you plant new seeds and God is telling us right here he will restore the years that the swarming locusts have eaten he will give us that back we need to pray and be faithful now the next couple books I want to talk to you about are written by Stormy O'Mardian and I found her book the power of a praying wife several years ago and it has several chapters one for uh, certain things in his in his life, like his work and his talk and his walk and different things like that. But you know, the first and biggest chapter in prayer is about you. You pray for yourself to be the right kind of wife that he needs. And I can remember times where I like, oh, my husband is being such and such today. Which chapter should I read? And God reminded me that wasn't really the attitude of prayer that I should be having. So I would just pick two chapters and read sequentially every day for my husband. Then uh, she also has another book came out recently, The Power of a Praying Wife Devotional. And it has a lot more prayers, a lot more topics. And the prayers go into uh, prayers for me and prayers for him and prayers for us together. And so that was really helpful. Um, you can look at that if you're dealing with different things like uh, forgiveness or having a cheerful heart. Um, uh, when he has to be away, being like-minded, financial wisdom, all that kind of stuff. So those are excellent books. And I, I, you don't necessarily have to have a book to start praying for your husband. You can just find some verses and uh, insert his name in the verses. Um, keep a prayer journal and that kind of stuff. But the important thing is that you pray for your husband. Don't be discouraged. Um, the Satan will try to tell you it's not working, but it is. It is. You have to be faithful, and your marriage depends on it. So I encourage you, mamas, uh, today and every day, whenever you can, to pray for your husband. Your marriage needs it, and your marriage depends on it. Hope you have a great day.